Well, I was prepared to do a show today, but then I made the mistake of watching footage of some guy going to a flat earther con convention. And they now have conventions? I, yeah. It's like worse than furry conventions. <laughs> like, oh, man. It's like, it's. What do they do? They just like stand around maps and just say that's how it <laughs> yep, is or that's what? That's how it is. It's wrong. They had people like with like inflatable beach ball globes in like bowls of water saying spinning it around and saying saying see water doesn't stick to it at this scale why would it stick to it at the grand scale and i'm just like yeah like and the thing is so, like so are they they're not, yeah i i know they're not familiar with any of this but it's just like you're not familiar with gravity you're not familiar with the concept of that's not the thing flying around the world in an airplane you're not <laughs> they have they have things like set to, up like to rebuke it yeah no but yeah, it's like everything it, that you could think of but it's like i doesn't one of them have enough money to just be like i am going yes to, i am going one of to. them is building a rocket he's a daredevil <laughs> and he goes to these fucking conventions and he's like i'm the i'm the kook with the rocket y'all know me and he's launched himself like fairly far he's never going to get to fucking space though but the community is already prepared in the fat fucking chance that he actually gets up that high. So, like, well, you're going to be wearing a NASA spacesuit, and the problem with that is the dome is curved, and it's going to warp your perception. I'm serious. That's what these people are Like, this guy is in front of a fucking panel of people, like a conference room full of people explaining the this. The horror on my face. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I know it's all bad, but... It's not flat, it's round. And, and one of the worst parts about it was uh, this guy making the video, he's like, well, you know, it's what they believe. They're not hurting anybody. And it's like, yes, they are, potentially. <laughs> like, this is the same kind of shit that the Proud Boys started under, you know? It, like, started as some fucking joke. And this then doesn't it, stick. It just so it doesn't. It, <laughs> this doesn't stick here, so it, it, uh, it won't on the grand scale. Oh, my God. That guy was just something else, man. And, uh... It's all going down. I feel like a lot of them were like born again, born again Christians. What makes you say that? Because they fucking flat out said, like, I used to, you know, wake up in the morning and drink a glass of vodka for breakfast. Now that's I, just people looking for something. I know to belong and that, that's what I'm in saying. The less, in the in the they find it, but it's not probably where they need to be. There's plenty of Christians out Should've there. Should have joined a cult. Like born again <laughs> Christians, man. Those are the ones that are like highlighting every single, like you open up their Bible and they've like, you know, you, you see it on the end table. There's a couple sticky notes in there. You fucking open it up. It's like all highlighted. Every, it's all highlighted. All of it. Every single page you just keep on flipping through. It's like, man, if it's all highlighted, none of it is. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, so speaking yeah, that of, that was on my mind. Speaking of flat earthers, did you see that new article posted about the new theory that a was that me or you? Oh, it was me. Shame on me. Oh, shame for shame. Oh my god, that reminds me of that fucking time Norm Macdonald had a phone call on like live Canadian television. Apparently, <laughs> like the news anchor was a relationship of his or an in law of his, and he's like. It rings. He's like, oh, sorry about that. And then it rings again. He's like, Jesus. He's like, hello? I'm going to have to call you Mac, man. I'm on the TV. 
It's like, yeah, I'm on the TV right now. <laughs> uh, what were you saying? Uh, my, I, there was a new science article posted about a new science article, new amazing fact that they they think they have evidence more. Well, I should say more evidence to support the theory that like a a star basically exploded and that's what wiped out the dinosaurs. The planet got blasted with radiation. That's hmm. why you've seen a noticeable uptick in cancer rates since that time interesting in oh so they got the empirical data from yeah they think a, <laughs> from back then yeah they think a star might have exploded where's our fucking vicinity. mutant superpowers man i don't know dude it's crazy man like um you know those depictions of people like turning into skeletons not because they're like vaporized, but when like a, a nuclear bomb goes off. And, yeah, like, I media, saw Terminator. Th- yeah, <laughs> no, not that's what I, that I meant. Not like in the sense of them being vaporized, turning into skeletons, like their skin being blasted off, and oh. they're just skeletons. Like people just like going X-ray. Basically, I learned oh, that that's okay. actually like based in reality. Like when people, like when soldiers would stand and observe the uh, the first. Nuclear You're looking bomb. around. Everyone's just spooky. <laughs> <laughs> um, (laughs) it's halloween (laughs) oh yeah that that's where the fucking too spooky for me shit originates uh they said they were told you know don't look directly into the blast and cover your eyes which means look directly into the blast don't cover your eyes (laughs) (laughs) aim away from face um they said that they you they could see right through their eyelids through their fingers and they could see their bones like they were looking at an x-ray spooky yeah that shit is there's spooky, a skeleton dude. inside of me <laughs> and it just wants to get out <laughs> oh that's what i fucking said i was uh, gonna do for halloween i was like i'm gonna be a fat uh fat guy with a skeleton inside <laughs> or a skeleton with a fat guy costume on it's very spooky oh uh there was something else we were talking about but we got derailed already i forgot what it was oh flat earthers yeah it's, oh yeah flat. there's not really much more to say yeah about the flat earthers flat earthers suns exploding nuclear bombs spooky skeletons inside of you <laughs> i mean the i feel like a lot of flat earthers online gotta be trolling but like looking at this like actual but look what you've convention. done <laughs> yeah like look, look what you've what done you've done <laughs> you took it too far it's stuck on the grand scale. <laughs> yeah, and there's no going back. There's no going back. What other stupid stuff's out there like that? Where they're just in disbelief. Proud Boys. <laughs> that shit just fucking flabbergasted me, man. Like, one of the co-founders of Vice basically was, like, making fun of some, like, Jewish kid. And, um... I guess, yeah, but he was, like, spinning off the rails... Let, let me finish that so I'm just, like, not saying he was, like, making fun of a any Jewish kid. It was, like, an intern at some radio station that they were at, and they were just, like, poking fun at him because they never saw him with, like, you know, girlfriend or whatever, and they were just like, oh, we're going to make this, like, fake society to, like, toughen you up or whatever and, like, get you a girlfriend. And that's, like, kind of how it originated. Now there's fucking, like, chapters worldwide, and it's just out of fucking control. And this guy is portrayed as being like Adolf Hitler. <laughs> it is insane, dude. Oh boy, you try to toughen some kids up, and hey, what's some other shit besides that too? That's just like spun out of control. And yeah, I remember seeing the 
New York thing where they were fighting people with swords or whatever, but there's some shit in order to like get sworn in, you have to be like basically like go through a traditional beating in while you recite like breakfast cereal. Someone else was telling me about this too. Yeah, you have <laughs> so to get off a number of yeah, what is it? You got to get off a couple breakfast cereals yeah. for the beating. You have like a, det- a preset an amount of breakfast cereals that you have to recite. Yeah, you it's get not even that in. many though. It's like five or six, I think <laughs> somebody was saying. Hmm. What are my top six? Raisin nut brand tricks. <laughs> <laughs> tricks are for kids. Count, tr- Count Chocula. <laughs> Captain Crunch. Cookie Crisp. Who was it that did that fucking thing where it was like a. Booberry. <laughs> it was a parody of Trickster for Kids where whatever cartoon entity finally got the uh finally got the cereal and then the kids caught him and like cut him open and started eating the cereal out of his stomach. I sounds like something that would be in <laughs> Tim and Eric, but I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, I think it was Rick and Morty. It was like a combination of the Tricks Bunny and the, the Lucky Charms. The Lucky Charms like Leprechaun. Paganos. What, do they still do those as commercials? Lucky I haven't charms? had. Uh, I don't know. Well, like tricks and all that stuff, like I, Toucan Sam, and I pay good money not to get advertised. I know. <laughs> I do too. Speaking of which, this episode is brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of paying good money for stuff, I know I've talked about this on here before, but Spectrum Internet, very disappointed. I'm about to switch to AT and T for half the price. Really? Get the same service. Why? What happened? It's out every weekend. And they have a I tech have out. not not had a problem with I, it since I switched. I, I know, but it's every weekend it goes out, and I have to have a tech come out there. And it's like, either something's wrong with the fibers, and you guys really need to take a better look at it, or whatever else. There's some other issue going on here. Whatever's going on, your techs suck, right now. Sorry if you're tech, but the techs that are servicing me suck. Well, it might not be their fault. There might be an a grander issue that they're just throwing them at to like make you feel better i know but they need to figure it out it can't be going out every week nope it went out when Brittany was trying to do homework and study like <laughs> dude oh my god this whole week has just been frustrating i like put all my i like lined up a play you know like i was gonna make a move like i lined up a bunch of things and some of these moves I was trying to make have been lined up for like a long time, and I just none of them panned out, and it's extremely annoying. Like that tech position, mm. that's not going to happen. The just uh, all this stuff. My my sandcastle got kicked down, and I'm pissed. You're still in the rear with the gear. Ugh, still in the rear with the gear. Thinking about dumping it and becoming a. A bartender, or Starbucks barista, and driving Zamboni <laughs> on the side. I'm so p- freaking pissed off right now at that. Put at my current place of employment. My current place of employment. I'm pissed. You know, I never really re- realized why. Like, there's so much. There's like this pretentious aura that surrounds. You know, like the bartender and barista thing, in like certain sca- scales. You know what I mean? Like, the, you're talking about, like, the mixologist thing, where it's like, I'm going to make a... No, I'm talking about, like, the people are doing those jobs because, like, I'm an artist, and this is just what I'm doing to make money for now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? For me, it's like, <laughs> I depending on where you get employed as a, a bartender, you can still make pretty decent money, and I'll have time off to 
to uh, support going back to school or something mm. because it's not working for me, Doug. <laughs> it's not working for me anymore. I am Sir, just. I protest. I am not a merry man. Oh, it's not working at all. I just feel like Homer wanting to strangle Bart just every day. Just so frustrated. God, I will fucking pay you good money to never do that again. <laughs> uh, I'll sign in to fucking Counter-Strike if I want to get read at. <laughs> oh, my God. I wonder, um, maybe Nintendo made a good move not putting voice chat in their games. Because yeah. I could... Yeah, they did. There's so many children's innocences that need to be protected. Yeah. So that that was a good move. I could only imagine the reing that would be going on um, in the Super Smash world at, like, <laughs> children who just want to play with the Nintendo characters because... They love Nintendo. Oh, there are some man-children in that community. I mean, you know what we committed on the Oculus Rift oculus rift oh my god yeah it's because we're playing a game for adults that was filled with children which was surprising to me that uh people's parents would purchase that as like a a young man's maybe they just don't know well a guy at my work was gonna buy one for his kid he was like you know he asked for an oculus because in his mind it's no different than like getting a playstation it isn't really it just depends on the games that you get into yeah like, there's a big backlash online. Uh, people just begging. There is a, a game called Rec Room, where it's basically like a lounge setting, almost like a VR chat. Oh, where I you're saw just... that in a porn once. <laughs> you're it's in... called Casting Couch. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're basically in a lobby that you can chat, and you have an avatar but there's like arcade machines of classic arcade games oh, okay. that you can play. So you and, can go play Gauntlet Legends with your boys yeah. like you were at Aladdin's Castle. Or like um, table hockey, like air hockey, yeah. something like that. Some ping pong. People were just like, please, parents, keep your children the fuck out of here because you are ru- they're ruining it. <laughs> just like some dumb fucking squeaker just getting on there is like oh five years old and i don't know what to do my daddy bought this thing for me and i don't know how to put turn on push the play, chat yeah i can't play snooker snooker some i'm thinking like some billiard game or something it reminds me of um this kind of segues into something that i forgot uh just as like a thing to bring up but um <laughs> i don't got the camera on you <laughs> what what the fuck was i gonna say god damn yeah i'm having that problem oh today. oh oh um squeakers it's like uh when we were playing planet side get some fucking kid because there's like varying degrees of like chat in my there. favorite one is the young strategist <laughs> he's like six and he's like i got a great plan We'll do this, and it'll be. It'll always be ninety-five percent of the time. Everyone will pick the same thing, so we'll all do the same thing, and then we'll all, like, we'll all do the same thing. We'll all, all do the same together. strategy. It's like, yeah, man, that uh, does not work anymore. If we're not barbarians, we can't all just grab uh, a pitchfork and go run in there at the same time. My favorite were the ones where the kids that just don't know what push to talk is, and uh, they're in the wrong chat. 
that channel. Good too. Like the one that's just to the entire like battalion or whatever. Oh yeah, in that game Instead especially, it's like, like the entire world. Jet. The entire world, all like six hundred people on your faction <laughs> there can hear this kid. Just like, what? Are, what am I doing? <laughs> Did you see that uh, Planet Side is coming out with that Planet Side Arena thing? Nope. I. It's to hop on that fucking arena uh, shooter. No, it's uh, it's still two hundred. It's like two fifty versus two fifty, but. It's to hop on the Battle Royale thing, I think, so they can have a mode in there for Battle Even Counter-Strike has a Battle Royale now, Stefan. Did you hear about this? No. Like, some old heads in, like, some of the YouTube channels, like uh, Linus Tech Tips, they were just like, I refuse to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I haven't kept up with Planet Side 2. I haven't kept up with... I just saw it in a, as a. I haven't really touched counter-strike in years me neither i place i played it once when my leg was broken with alex and that was enough because they like they, they was literally like people playing the ducktales theme song with racial slurs replaced in the fucking lyrics <laughs> <laughs> like i was like okay i've had enough of this fucking game like this game might be entertaining after getting good of it with it for a you know, playing it for a while, but the community yeah, you were in just like is some... just toxic. Oh my god, is so bad. So how do you feel about Heroes of the Storm, your favorite MOBA getting the axe? What's that? I didn't hear about that. Oh, the team's been taken off of Heroes of the Storm and no longer has Blizzard support. Oh, really? Yep. So they're just... They promised the esports community they'd have a tournament next year and that's all been cancelled. Yeah, I, I saw that, but I didn't know that they were, like, axing it. It'll still be available to play, but and probably given, like, a skeleton crew to just keep it running. Probably no more updates. Mm. And they're putting... I haven't everyone, played it in, like, half a year. Yeah, but they're putting everybody on a new project. Ooh. Probably a mobile game. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. We, I thought for like sure. To, we would like to announce Hot's Mobile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you guys had phones. We went over this last time. That would be a great. <laughs> that would be a great comment. <laughs> we thought being mobile was in the title already. <laughs> well, we checked last time. I thought you guys all had phones, and then he just kind of look at the camera. <laughs> we like money. We like lots of money. So, what did you think of the new World of Warcraft patch? Did you play it? Nope, have not touched it yet. I'm going to do that this weekend. I'm going to take a break from uh, Fallout. It's supposed to be a big deal. You know, I don't want to talk about it because I already talked about it, but I have a theory as to why the, like, why the blowback is so huge on that. On I'm, what? Fallout 76. Okay. I have a theory as to why it's become such like a huge media storm. I think it's basically because... Uh, Zenimax, which is the parent company of Bethesda, and Facebook settled like a half a billion dollar lawsuit over VR tech. And it was to Facebook's uh, detriment. So I'm thinking Facebook you think probably. Russian botters? I think they probably <laughs> made it a little bit. They probably like, greased the wheels uh, to enable this, like kind of platform to like allow this story to easily spread yes there's shit that's fucked up about it but not as bad as people make it seem 
But that's like the other half of it is that there's this perceived shittiness about it that's just blown out of proportion. I don't know. I think I've personally found... um, I've personally been finding... uh, Being someone that's been using Reddit pretty regularly since I... What, maybe I started using it like two years ago? Yeah. That place has turned any form of gathering information that it used to be, or maybe I wasn't aware when I first started how bad it was, but that place is not actually a very good place for a idea foreman. An idea forum. It is very biased. And it quickly turns into an echo chamber as Mm -hmm. soon as... And not in a positive way either. It usually seems to spiral more towards a negative aspect, negative aspect uh, echo chamber. So I, because I I'm under the same impression, kind of how you are with Fallout seventy six in the uh, World of Warcraft expansion mindset. Like I oh yeah, I've seen it. There. People are literally taking their pants <laughs> off. And- and dumping on this thing, and like I get that there are some probably I get there are some aspects that could probably have re- remained in the game, but yeah, it's like it's like okay, you fucking try to develop something that millions of people are going to play and test it the way that you want it to work in the like limelight of it being turned over to millions of people that are just going to pick it apart. Like they're going to find stuff that you couldn't have possibly accounted for going into it. I feel like, like stuff changes once you, once you publish it and it's that, uh, that amount of people tearing it apart. Like there are a couple things that I, I agree in some aspects, but like overall, it's like I don't really feel like the pants need to come down and the 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 torrent of backside just get released upon this thing. Right? I like when when you're making death threats to fucking game devs, man. Like you gotta <laughs> take, take a, a hard look back. at your community and yeah, you know, see what the fuck. My thing was though, like the this week was the 25th anniversary of Doom, which is like the like godfather of first person perspective games oh yeah i used to play that on a little mac right with my brother because that was like <clears throat> that game had LAN capability mm-hmm. yeah they had problems with people playing it at work and like eating up all their bandwidth mm-hmm. so people couldn't, couldn't get their work done but uh basically uh this guy carmichael and john romero <clears throat> fucking made this game while they're working out of madison wisconsin they moved here because they thought it would be like a nice place. They came here in the summer and they're like, Oh, let's set up our company here. And then they moved here in the winter and they're like, Oh, this is why people don't hang out here. <laughs> Although arguably now I don't really think it's that bad. No. It's like fall. I know when there should be like a foot of snow on the ground and there's no snow. It's been constantly less and less. But, uh, Carmichael worked for id for a while and then he they did Wolfenstein. Yep. Well, they did that first. Yeah, I liked that game too. He worked for ID for a while. ID got bought by Bethesda. Bethesda got bought by Zenimax, I believe. And he started doing all this work for 
It's the VR shit that ZeniMax is working on. And then Facebook poached him. And they sued Facebook for basically stealing their code that like went into the Oculus Rift and like gave them like a cease and desist and sued them for half a billion dollars. And what did and what, Facebook what did Mark lost. do to zuck them off? Facebook lost, and I think like they probably just like open like just to hit that company back potentially open the floodgates to like spread some of that news on some of their property because that's what Facebook is. It's like a it's a social network, Stefan. Yeah, but it's like it's a. It's weaponized social. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Social man. platform. I don't. I don't know if. I mean, I'm sure it's just a theory. I'm, I don't I, necessarily yeah, believe it, but I'm sure there's probably some nugget of that is going on on some level. Just because I feel like that is truly the world we're in now, where it's just like weaponizing the media you're consuming. Weaponized autism. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to do it again. Uh, oh man, I just that's so much going on, and there's so much going on right now in politics that sort of oh, the writing's on the wall politically for some stuff, and it's gonna it's all gonna come out. <coughs> it's gonna be very interesting. Um, I. Before we did that one, I wanted to talk about um, what are your thoughts as methamphetamine being a performance-enhancing enhancing drug used in heavy metal? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Referring to Cannibal Corpse's guitarist. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't think it was meth for him, but oh, what's his name? Do you know I'm it? sorry, I don't have my glasses on. Pat O'Brien. <laughs> okay. I thought you just knew because you know all this shit. No, the only one I really know is Corpse Grinder, just because how can you forget that name? Right? Horn no, player. No, uh, I know that their old guitarist now teaches golf at a country club. Their original guitarist, he's like a, a golf coach for pro golfers and stuff. So now this week we really have a Florida man that hits home, you know? Um, so... For those of you not in the death metal world, I'm guessing... You've seen Ace Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing you've heard of the band Cannibal Corpse. Just... Um, I mean, that's just like 90s. That's like yeah. some 90s insert. When you think that's so 90s, you think Cannibal Corpse. Yep. You think um, flannel shirts tied around the waist grunge music and nirvana and then and cannibal cannibal, cannibal corpse. corpse on the flip side some extreme florida boys yeah just uh it it's like what the metalheads in wayne's world were listening to yeah at the extreme end so uh this guy he's probably on some hallucinogen or something and it was interesting to see the people in my facebook feed who had had interactions with this guy at one point or another, just being like, well, oh, those whoa. sound juicy. I want to hear those. I, well, one guy was just like, I had a beer with this guy. Whoa. <laughs> there was this other person who was like, man, this doesn't surprise me at all. At all. <laughs> Cannibal Corpse is on that meth. I was like, okay. But uh, this guy got so whacked that he 
started his home on fire, and we'll go into more details about that, but he started his home on fire, and then I think it was like a, was that a half mile or a mile and a half? He went to a neighbor's house, and it was like, on the neighbor's account was like, he was visibly shaken, and he was babbling about the rapture. He hid in the closet, and then the police came, and he tried to stab a police officer with a knife. So this guy was on like cloud uh, ten, man. Yeah, I'm PCP. Going with the PCP. Think he had the strength of ten gorillas to go along with that. Yep. He went grog. <laughs> so that's the overarching story of it. And he appeared in court in like an anti-suicide vest. I was like, what kind of? Yeah, I'm seeing that here. Anti wearing an anti-suicide vest with his ankles chained together. Bail was fifty thousand dollars. Tell you right now. I don't know if cannibal merchandising has been doing that hot. They might not have that. Hey, man, they're huge in Brazil. <laughs> really? Still? Uh, they're, well, dude, death metal's huge in South America. That's true. They had Sepultura. Um, so, first things first. I did not know it is 100% legal to own a flamethrower in the state of Florida. The great that state was, of Florida. That was my takeaway. I mean, they got gators down there. You got to have some real high-power weaponry to deal with that kind of a problem. <laughs> and it's not like you want to go s into the tall grass. You just want to burn it all up. <laughs> you know, you don't want to expose yourself to the elements like that. So apparently this guy had been, like, fucking around in his backyard with flamethrower. And he had stockpiled a bunch of ammunition. So when the house started on fire... Just to highlight this, he had just he had been arrested for an incident at his neighbor's home, and then while he was <clears throat> in court, it sounds like his uh, house started on fire. Oh, okay. So the the house fire started later. Literally, while he was talking to a judge, is how yeah. this article is framed. So the firefighters rushed to his home. So continuing though, so the firefighters putting this blaze out had quite the time putting it out because it was setting off rounds of ammunition and it was like fueled by flamethrower fuel <laughs> the um the image of like just the blaze was fucking crazy is this it, is this on this uh if you video? put the audio down because this is a news publications i think yeah this is abc news now do it on that's what the knob is for Unless it's not even plugged in. It's not even plugged in. But yeah, you if keep you see talking. This guy, I want to get to this. Uh... <laughs> yeah, if you just go through the fucking blaze, like, just mouse over the... Uh... Yeah, look at that fucking thing. <laughs> oh, my God. His house is just gone, obviously. Look at that thing in the background. Do we have more of the blaze? Yeah, there's more of it coming up, but... Uh... Uh, look at this guy that they interviewed. I think that's his Beamer. That's in his truck and stuff. You think that's all his stuff? Well, yeah. But, uh, you, th you think he had maybe just, uh, something to... Oh, here's a blaze. All right, here we go. You think he had something just to, like, start the fire and he was hiding something else? I don't think he was home. From the sounds of the article. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, he phoned it in, maybe, with that cannibal corpse money. Just, like, you know, burn the skeletons in his closet. 
Look at this guy, though. <laughs> this I'm is his fucking neighbor. neighbor. I'm his neighbor. Yeah, man. We go back he, way back. He looks like he fucking moved there just because. Oh, man. Yeah. I want to live next to the guitar player, Cannibal Corpse, bro. <laughs> yeah, I've just been like rent living in the house, you know, because he goes on tour a lot. So. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine being this guy's roommate or something? It's like a Bojack Horseman situation. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, his whole place just gone. And he's probably going to face some time for his PCP-fueled rampage. I mean, all in all, though, he didn't hurt anybody, so. Yeah. <laughs> Too That's... bad. Cannibal Corpse, a closing statement. Cannibal Corpse has just done a, Oh, man, it looks like he got him in a dress. That's what an anti-suicide vest looks like. <laughs> uh, Cannibal Corpse just announced they'd be opening up for a round of dates on Slayer's upcoming North American tour, which is interesting because I was on the final right? Slayer North American tour. It's interesting to see that they are doing another one. Wow. Wow, you guys were lying. <laughs> wow. It's like, hey, come on, give us your money. This is the last time. Okay, this is the last time we really need it. I want to see the statement where it's just like... Uh, I want to see a sandwich that's like, we just had such a good time, we're going to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to see the fucking court. I want to see, like, the court of this go down. Like, the the actual court date with uh, Matlock and whoever else is... (laughs) Matlock was a lawyer, right? Uh, I don't know. What was the one with... uh, what was the one with uh, Andy Griffith? Was like older and he played a lawyer. That was Matlock. That was Matlock. Yeah, that's exactly who I think would be his defendant. Matlock and his little crew of flunkies. Are you saying the... it because old people moved to Florida? Yes. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the uh, the prosecutor would be what the chicken from Futurama? <laughs> Bird law. <laughs> um, or Mac? For real, man. Why do why do old people? move to florida just to like put all their assets at risk to be blown away by a hurricane i don't know i i think if i was old and old people have a tendency to just be like i want it to be warm just because old people seem to enjoy massive amounts of heat like they run the heat in the summer for some reason but uh i feel like arizona would be the better bet like it would well, be another place that naturally hot. You can cook an egg on your driveway, and it's a dry heat. Yeah. Where Florida's not a dry heat; it's a gross heat. I still just don't like the heat, man. I'm not one of those people. Yeah, I think I'd move north. The, the America's hat, play yeah. hockey. Go to. I got America. some senior leagues up there. Some old guys. Yeah. That's what you're gonna do. You're gonna get good at hockey. But uh, not good enough for, like, the National Leagues or anything like that. And then you're just going to move north and fucking beat the tar out of seniors. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A man can dream. That's that's what's so crazy is it's literally so warm here. I don't even think... uh, I saw a couple pictures that Red Arrow Park was open, but I don't see them being able to maintain the ice there. It's so warm. Isn't is like ice skating outside kind of shitty? Don't you have to like resharpen your skates every time? Um, <clears throat> so it's not it's like harder. they're out there with fucking zambonis. Yeah, I know it's harder on your skates. I have pond hockey skates, but they're the same as regular skates. 
This is, these are my doo-doo skates. <laughs> yeah, they are, though, because they were when I bought them, they were rec league skates. So the steel blade on the bottom can't be replaced. Once that's gone, the skates are toast. Didn't know that. First, they were the first buy. They were a lot cheaper, though. So Are those the ones that I used for my first time? Yeah, they weren't sharp. Yeah, that was fun for you, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was fucking terrible. Yeah. <sighs> so are we going to go see Cannibal Corpse on Slayer's final North American tour? Only if they have this fucking guy on stage belching fly- fire, man. Like, <laughs> What if he incorporated that to his act, a little bit of, like, Abbott fire breathing and... All that stuff after this incident? Well, while he's fucking stoned? <laughs> That's the fucking thing of it, too. He was, like, going on about the rapture. It's like, no, man, this is your personal rapture, man. The world is ending for you, not for me. <laughs> I don't know what was going on at that party. I don't even think it was a party. I had assume it was some sort of a get-together at his neighbor's house. Because, like... What, he just... He ran through a fucking golf course to get there. Oh. Like, he, I th- I'm just picturing him what if they called taking him, off into the night. What if they called him and him, in quotations, running over there was him, his way of just getting there. He cuts through a golf course. Like, I assume it's at night. I don't think the fucking people knew him. Oh. From what I had read, he, like, showed up there, like, forcefully entered and, like, hid in a closet while he was, like, going on about the rapture. He, he was, like, visibly scared. Disturbed. Yes. It's one of those situations, man. It's like maybe isn't maybe the guy they interviewed knows something. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, though. You know, like you never know. I gave him the, the interview. I don't want to ad lib that right now. The interview. Yeah, I gave him some PCP. He just couldn't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a travesty. You're gonna edit that out, right? And then he... <laughs> oh man. You know, it's not like, it's not like this stuff's bad or whatever, but it's not yourself you got to worry about. It's the dude next to you. (laughs) 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 Oof. You know, I've been been around some people who are having a disturbing time on some substances before, and it's like, you really, some people are just fine. You wouldn't even know if they told you. Unless they told you. And some people, it's like, wow, this guy is disassociating with fucking reality. Like, this is getting scary. <clears throat> Shiver down my spine. All right, so we're going to move up to Grease I wanna Boy? Go to, no, I want to go to the, the photo of the couple boning from this article you sent me from Vice. Oh, yeah. About this... I'd seen a couple boning on top of the pyramids prompts international investigation. Okay, first of all, I want to say <clears throat> I get both sides of this entire thing. Egypt doesn't want people boning on top of the pyramids. You're probably not even supposed to be up there. Yeah, like they that. don't even want people touching them. But man, what a great place to have sex! <laughs> right? <laughs> that is like a that is a lifelong memory. And I think the guy was interviewed in this article, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, we'll just never go back. We'll just avoid right. Egypt as long as we can. Because I think it's a, it's a photographer and a model or something like, like that. Like, honestly, it, it, I would think of going to the pyramids, unless you're going to do something like that, it would just be like going to Mount Rushmore and being like, well, there it is. I've seen it now. 
and, and you can't go in it or on it or anything like that, understandably. Yeah, but I know, there's I know literally a, a fucking you... Pizza Hut across the street. Like you always see the shots of the pyramid, and it's in the desert. When you if you just turn the camera around, it's fucking dense city, and there is a Pizza Hut in view across. the street I know from why it. you can't go up on Mount Rushmore. It's because. There's like a spy because there's base. no stairs. There's a spy base in his in one of the noses. <laughs> That's where Richie Rich's safe is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my boy Richie Rich. Yeah, th- so I get both sides of it. You probably shouldn't be having sex on a historical, basically living museum piece, but it's, it's a great place to have sex. To quote the story, you know, it's like we stuck to the urban explorer etiquette. We took nothing but pictures and left only footprints. Oh, they said that. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's supposed to be like the code of urban exploring, basically. It's like, yeah, you're <laughs> trespassing, but you're not doing Egypt, anything yeah. harmful. Here's his exact quote. Or <clears throat> here's a quote from Hivid, the guy that is being is he looked Polish for. or something? Uh, yeah, something like that. Stay out of something Egypt like in the future, as I probably risk being arrested if I go back. Seems like a logical conclusion to draw. But honestly, Great picture, what, though. I what, love the, <clears throat> I love the eggplant. <laughs> right. Great picture. Look at that definition. So they were actually. Um, Look at that definition decline quickly as I zoom in. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> they were um, speculating that it was faked. Not the photographer, but the news media outlets, because they're like, "How the fuck did they get up there? It's lo- it's like blocked off." But he, the photographer insists it's real. Yeah, I, I, I think as having read about urban exploring, never really partaking it in myself. It's just too spooky for me. Uh, I think, I think everyone would be a little surprised at how easy it is to get access into places that you're more than likely not supposed to be at, mm-hmm. especially something of this large stature. Although I do find it interesting that no one would notice these people kind of just scaling the side like little ants slowly moving their way up. But people have gotten away with stranger things. Right. I mean, the stairs are literally on the side of the fucking thing. This just reminds me of uh, that guy who was trying to do pull-ups on the side of that skyscraper. This came up at fucking work. I forget who we were talking about, but I was just like, hey, you guys like want to see something make your butthole pucker like there's people playing russians playing on the side of skyscrapers because yeah, all those videos were on some news outlets for a while because it was a daring young man's trend for some people um <clears throat> between the russians climbing on top of bridges people scaling buildings under construction to get on top of the cranes even standing Atop those buildings, yeah, that fucking tower in Beijing that those people climb and uh, when <clears throat> it makes it look so much worse when they have like the fucking fisheye lens GoPro on yeah. their fucking head, like still, anything with that like fucks with your perspective. Still, but still, that yeah. makes my testicles go right up into my body because <laughs> <Right. laughs> I I am a bit afraid of heights. I just get a little bit of vertigo going on there. But yeah, that one guy who was doing pull ups on the edge, nobody. No buddy, literally, buddy yeah. system when you do this kind of crazy stuff. Uh, had no way to help him. He just did one too many pull-ups and 
dropped. Right. You know, watching those kind of videos, I got a new way to make money. We'll go buy some sack of Kensington coal. We'll shove it into my ass. And then we'll watch these fucking videos. And I will just clench so fucking hard. I'll shit diamonds, dude. (laughs) We'll be fucking rich. But yeah, uh, that's, you know, it. If you were afforded the opportunity to do something like that, you'd get away with it. But you could never go back to a country ever again. Would, would I have you, would sex do with it? my girlfriend on top of the pyramids? Mm-hmm. And the only repercussion is I couldn't go back? Yeah. Well, you might get some sand, you know, and it's, <clears throat> but, it's coarse and it gets everywhere. But yeah, I probably would. Because, <laughs> like you said, what, what would we go to Egypt for? Uh, two times. I can understand going once, but twice. Oh, here's yeah. here's the desert. Here's the pyramids. <laughs> I saw those last time. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> Goodbye. I I could not imagine paying that much money to like travel from someone someplace like the United States to Egypt just to see the pyramids. I mean, maybe there's some weird twist of fate and I agree to this deal, and then I go out there, and I was like, man, but this is the most beautiful place in, in the world, and I love the desert. I don't see that happening right now, but, <laughs> I like, you go to, to Egypt to see the pyramids. Like, I don't go to Egypt to go to uh, the Gaza Strip, or where, <laughs> oh, shit, is that in Egypt? I don't know, but you done goofed now. <laughs> I think I did. You know, fuck it, just, just delegate it to maybe it is, maybe it isn't, and... Yeah, it's in, uh, oh, it's a border of Egypt. Uh, wah, wah. Yeah, Nobody it's... cares. <laughs> the <laughs> Yeah, borders Egypt. <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't, I'm not going there either. You know, that's still the border of Egypt. I'll count it. Uh, but I'm not going to Egypt to see anything else outside of the Sphinx and the pyramids. And I'm pretty sure those you are can in see one them. Place. Bo- yeah, you know, I'm pretty boom, sure you boom. can see them both at the same time. Speaking of traveling abroad, I saw this thing. Somebody had posted a meme about um like traveling to six different countries or 12 different countries in six months and somebody that i used to go to high school with is he doing it no they like they did this like kind of humble brag thing where it's like oh 12 and six months i thought like six in a year was doing good they must be living their best life and it was just like this whole thing is like hey i'm traveling me well i want to pose that question about the egypt thing what if it was a different landmark like the pantheon in greece or the great wall of china i feel like there's more to do in greece like it's the mediterranean yeah you have nice locations that you can also just like you know, do modern things that are nice and like relaxing. How about the Washington Monument? <laughs> <I'm just> no. <laughs> How? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to go there because you could see all the monitors by day and then fucking go get a hooker. Like, <laughs> no problem afterwards. You know. I'm trying to just think of places that maybe are comparable to the. I could I go on a fucking cockroach good. urban safari, man. Just. Like see the fucking rats. Let's flip it to our side of uh, our side of the earth. How about like the Aztec or Mayan pyramids? That seems like it would be cool to see because it's like it's like a trap. But would you have sex on them and then never be allowed to come back? 
<laughs> I don't know, man. That seems like some fucking bad juju, man. Like, <laughs> like Montezuma is going to fucking make my penis fall off or something like that. Um, I don't know. Just because I know for a lot of, like, Machu Picchu, I think you have to, like, travel six hours to, like, get into it. And that is, like, the sign of a, uh, a basic bitch, basically, you know? I, I would Rosie the Riveter costumes and girls in front of Machu Picchu are like fucking dudes holding fish and their fucking Tinder profiles. <laughs> They're a dime a dozen. Yeah. It, n- nothing. I'm not saying nothing against you if you want to go do that, but that that's a thing. No, I'm there. just trying to find comparable <laughs> lamp. I think the Pantheon's a good one. I don't think I'd do it at the Pantheon because I feel like. Greece is a place that I could end up going and be like, man, but the Mediterranean's so sweet. Hmm. Egypt, I just think, desert. Hmm. I could be wrong. Maybe it's got some sights to behold. But hey, come to Egypt. We have Oasis. Is <laughs> I could be wrong. There could be some great spots out there. Oh man, you could like you know go there and go to like their nice little like street gatherings and you know flash laser pointers at a helicopter <laughs> that's one of the things i, I think of own, i can do that in my own backyard yeah but you remember that picture of egypt when they were doing like that um that whole social media thing where they like rallied and overthrew the that government part of their arab spring little yeah there was a like photograph of like thousands of people with laser pointers just like all pointing it at a fucking helicopter you know how horrible like that would be for that poor man yeah right <laughs> it's like you're not going to get all of them to stop and uh i couldn't say because i've never actually you know i've never flown a helicopter or an airplane and had a laser pointer flashed at me from the ground but apparently it's pretty it's horrible blinding what is it like having a laser pointer aimed into a cock uh, Excuse me, Pit. Here's the pilot view. Yeah, I've actually seen this. Yeah, and apparently it's like super easy to find out where you are after you've done it. I wonder why. This is not a very good... Uh... But still, you wouldn't think like a laser pointer would would do that from that far away. Now imagine that times, you know, a thousand... Yeah. He does not even seem phased. Thanks, Russian news telecast, for giving us this informative video. <clears throat> yeah, I. It didn't look that t- terrible on the second tape clip, but <laughs> the first one it seemed. Uh, just imagine bad. that times a thousand, yeah. though. Like that'd be that'd be pretty scary. Be pretty spooky. This is just a spooky episode. We're talking about all kinds of scary things, getting kicked out of countries. Are we talking about Sludge Man now? <laughs> this is probably like yeah, one of the most one interesting ones. That you sent me this picture. I don't know if it's actually him, but... Looks like something out of that fucking Jennifer Lopez movie from the late 90s. The uh, Cell. <laughs> headline. Uh, dude. Oh, Jesus. I was just going to like, don't yawn through the fucking <laughs> headline. Thank you for not. 
This dude got stuck in a restaurant's disgusting grease duck for two days. So fucking Stefan texts me back immediately. He's like, I just... Did he just get hot grease poured over him? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't read the article right away, and then I read it, because this article is extremely sh- short. Uh, so, in synopsis, this man, I believe he's 29, yeah, 29, unnamed, because we got to protect the the innocent here. He has not been charged. I mean, he's tried yet. most definitely guilty. But it is... Uh, <clears throat> Not like he fucking cares, though. He, he could have died. He allegedly tried to break into the closed San Lorenzo restaurant earlier this week by pulling a, quote, diehard and shimmying through the exhaust vent. But apparently... <laughs> well, now, missed... when they say closed, they don't mean, like, closed for the weekend. It's, like, a restaurant that's it's, closed down. It's, yeah, it's not open anymore. Uh, so, shimmying through the exhaust vent, but apparently he misjudged the size of the duct. And he got wedged inside. And he also misjudged what kind of duct it was this was some kind of grease vent so like this was like the exhaust hood for the oven or something i guess uh, I, i'm, I'm just not under i'm not understanding yeah it's not like grease rises but yeah i'm not understanding this uh i i'm just you i'm just imagining being covered in this stuff i imagine starting off just like washing me into this and then you hit like the grease and then it's like and then you're stuck, like, instantly, and there's no grip anymore. Yeah, and you're it's just like, like, oh, boy. Every time you breathe, you just slip a little bit deeper. Yeah. Um, I'm just imagining, like, touching the little overhang above my stove because I'm a foul bachelor, and I don't clean those things regularly. And you just touch it, and it's like grease, and it's hard to get off of you. And I'm just imagining being covered in it like this guy was. This is a point I'm going to bring up again. Whenever you're going to do something like this, please bring a buddy. <laughs> right? Please. <clears throat> this is that urban exploring thing almost. Except this guy, they're under the impression he was going in there to steal like copper or whatever else because you make a pretty good amount Kinds of money is tough. that. Oh, this is a picture of him. Is this it? is off yeah. of the sheriff office webpage. Uh, so anyway, the... <clears throat> This guy was stuck. Why in there. would you fucking? Why would you think you could get your body in that? Like, look at it compared to the size of the man. And don't you think the bottom would have like a a, a vent yeah, over it, or like a kink? Yeah. Apparently, he didn't think that far. So, this guy was stuck in here for how long? Two days. And he got very lucky. Uh, he was extremely dehydrated at this point, but. The, a neighbor named lived, Igor. Yeah. I think his name was Igor. Uh, apparently, this neighbor was outside, and he kept hearing this. Ah, ah. I just imagine that super faint, because he, this guy had been in there for two days, dehydrated, hadn't eaten anything. Like, last rope. Covered in grease. Yeah, last ropes. And Campos is just like, who are you? Or this Igor guy is just He's like, like who don't are hurt you? me. <laughs> he said that. He's like, don't just, hurt me. Yeah, like, cheat. Just please help me. Don't hurt me. I'm not trying to hurt you. <laughs> uh, so anyway, this guy, I'm assuming, like, walked around the building and was just like, what the hell's going on? And then called the popos. Uh, let's get the fire brigade in here, man. Yeah, so my other piece of advice is don't go climbing into chimneys and shoots. Uh, this is... Don't go This guy got very lucky. I, yeah, this guy actually got very lucky. I remember reading... A story about 
It started as an unsolved mystery and about a kid disappearing. He was actually trapped in like a. His parents went vacationing like up north or something like that, and he, he disappeared. Hmm. He ended up getting stuck in somebody's chimney. He like climbed on the roof and tried to like get into their house that way, and he got stuck in their chimney and died up there. Dang! Could you imagine buying the house and then finding a corpse in your chimney? <laughs> Uh, they didn't even notice because the conditions allowed it to mummify by the time they got back up there. So, oh, really? I think the house ended up started getting demoed and they found him or something like that. Like he was in there for a while. Oh, could you imagine that? Fucking, it's tragedy. But could you imagine being a realtor and you're like showing this house is like you know nice and spacious fireplace <laughs> falls down, fucking dead body, <laughs> kid falls through it, and they're like, ah. Uh... And there's been some other stories like that, too. There's the dog that was stuck in the tree. You see that probably on some ads every once in a while on your Yahoo page. It's just like, you won't believe what happened when they chopped this tree down. That story is like decades old. Uh, You know, there's been a couple criminal-related cases similar to this man where people got stuck in chimneys. It's just not a good idea. Again, bring a buddy. You're not saying... (laughs) Bring a friend so they can bail you out with some rope or something. But, you know, at the end or of the day... Or Lassie can at least, like, run to town and get some help, you know? Yeah. At the end of the day, you're not Santa Claus. And Santa has magic. <laughs> so... You know, I ate cookies and stuff at our company Christmas party this week, and I was just, like, thinking, how does Santa Claus eat all this fucking garbage at every house he goes to, man? Well, I watched the Netflix new Christmas movie where Kurt Russell is Santa Claus, and... What? You didn't see this? No. Yeah, Kurt Russell plays Santa Claus in this new Christmas movie, and it's pretty good. Is he like... He eats the cookies, he puts them away, he does a little bit of magic. Is it like wholesome Santa Claus, or is it like grizzled rooster cockburn Kurt Russell? Let's just say he sings a blues song for about a full... He sings a full-length blues song while arrested by the police in Chicago. He is a jolly... Kurt Russell, who is high on sugar cookies and Christmas cheer. Is this for kids or is this and for his wife kids is and adults Goldie alike or is it for adults? Uh, I think it's more for kids. Uh, definitely do not be a teenager and watch this movie because the main antagonist is this little girl's own teenage brother. He's just a shitlord. And they're trying <laughs> to get him to learn about holiday cheer again. But he's a teenager, so he is pretty abrasive to the idea of putting aside his gang-banging ways with his white suburban friends. (laughs) Oh, he's a suburban thug? Oh, yeah. I think he steals a car in the beginning from a pick-and-save with his, like, three buddies. (laughs) Because they have those in Illinois now. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't start in Illinois. They, like, somehow get in Santa's sleigh, and then they're like... We were in California, and now we're in uh, Chicago. That's impossible. It's only been 30 seconds, you know? And Kurt Russell's just like, how'd you get back there? I'm Kurt Russell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love cookies. And then he (laughs) sticks a cookie in his mouth. Um, He's like, I got to do one more roll before I shave off this hateful eight Guardians of the Galaxy beard. (laughs) It took a long time to grow this. Yeah, he's like, I kind of like it. Uh, But, yeah, the... Like one and a half minute blues song he sings while in prison clearly was part of his contract. He was like, I want to sing a blues song. 
And you're going to let me do it. <laughs> there was some uh, movie I was watching uh, get, like, torn to shreds on something, and they are talking about Abe Bogota and, like, Don Rickles, some, like, these old fucking aging stars. They were just like, apparently you have to do a movie every so often to remain part of, like, the union and the Actors Guild. Yeah, that's why, uh, that's why Jean-Claude Van Damme did the TV show for Amazon, Chad jean claude van damme hmm. where he plays it himself <laughs> just to stay just so he could stay part of the union yeah i'd imagine so it was pretty ridiculous so this is like all of them are really old in this fucking movie and they're just speculating that like some of the stuff they were doing in the movie was written into their contract like abe bagoda is like i want a scene where i can just like you know sit at a restaurant and eat oysters i'm telling you that's what this blues song was by kurt russell he was just like i'm gonna sing a blues song and you're gonna let me do it and even at the end he's like it was pretty good wasn't it and he like (laughs) i swear to god he he probably didn't but i swear to god in my mind he winks at the camera he doesn't do that i don't think but he does say it was pretty good wasn't it so solo blues album by kurt russell i'm just imagining um he might team up with uh our boy uh Ice Ice Cube, not Ice Cube. Uh, oh, Seagal. Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I'm gonna actually Google that while you take the reins here for a second. I'm just imagining um, the adults in this movie meeting Santa Claus, or like one of the cops, and just being like, "I thought you were taller in real life." <laughs> well, I, you know they did a movie together called Seagal? Executive Decision. That's Kurt Russell and Oh, Seagal. yeah, they did. I th- I think this is the fucking movie where they're fucking... Uh, Seagal eats it in the first 10 minutes. Like, I remember my dad being pissed when they killed off Seagal because they're like... They fly in this fucking, like, stealth plane to a airliner that's been hijacked. I don't know if it's Air Force One or something like that, but they, like, dock with it and they have to, like, get inside of the airplane while they're flying. And then fucking Seagal dies because the fucking... They have to, like, abort, and they can't, like, let That's the terrorists know. Who's, they, who, who, they can't who? let the terrorists know that, they, that they've infiltrated the plane, so they just, like, disconnect with him fucking in it and kill him in the first ten minutes. <laughs> That's like a That's like an M. Night Shyamalan thing. Just like, I'm gonna cast this dude and kill him right away. What a twist. <laughs> uh, actually, here's an article from... The California rocker, Kurt Russell, sings the blues as... Oh, he does make a pretty good Santa ...as jailed Claus. Santa with little Steven in Christmas Chronicles. And here's a, here's a picture. What was the th- what was the stipulation of it in the in the thing? It's like he's getting bailed out, but they're like, nobody gets out of here without singing the blues. No. Uh, he's trying to... So the, these two cops arrest him, and being Santa Claus, he was like, he's like, I know your names, and I know every single gift you've ever asked for. And the one cop actually sees this reindeer fly away because they... Got, He's just a savant. He's not actually Santa Claus. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> we'll get there. But uh, the one cop already buys in all this because he, uh, Kurt Russell was like, well, we're looking for my reindeer. And one flies right overhead. The other cop has his back turned. He's just like, I didn't see anything. So he takes Kurt Russell to interrogation. And Kurt Russell is like, like I was saying, he's like, I know every toy you want. And he whips out like a old school Han Solo, like some Hot Wheels and stuff. And he's just like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I know what you want for Christmas this year, too. You want to get back with your ex-wife, 
blah, blah, blah. And this cop's like, I don't know how you know this stuff, but I've been doing this for a long time, and I know you have some kind of trick up your sleeve. <laughs> I'm throwing you in jail as long as... I'm throwing you in the cell as long as I can, which is like overnight or whatever. Uh, but that's enough time to ruin Christmas stuff. Exactly. <laughs> so Kurt Russell's just like, I'll make you believe in, in Christmas. And the like cop walks off, and he's like, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe you. And then the next time he walks in to like check on his little... Uh, overnight stay, Kurt Russell, Santa Claus. He's just going wham ham with like some Blues Brothers glasses going on and the the whole nine. I mean, you can see in this picture he's got the whole band in there. There's that sounds like it makes no fucking sense, even in the context of the fucking movie. Like, <laughs> oh, you don't have the Christmas spirit. I'll make you have the Christmas spirit. What what is that? That's somebody called Little Steven. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with uh with him as a performer. Unfortunately, I'm not that familiar with that. What is it? Christmas Chronicles. So they set it up like it could be another another one, yeah. Oh, look at him. He looks like Santa Claus. He's not fat enough, man. No, he's not very fat in this, but uh dude, he's just fucking like He's like Neo jumping across roofs and then fucking slam dunking presents down Christmas or down chimneys. They have to here. They have to have a clip of him singing. There you go. He's singing the blues. You see that? Did you see that little two second clip? Oh, there? Santa fucking boosted a car. <laughs> actually, sir, that, could you step out of the car? I'm Santa Claus. I'm gonna have to commandeer this. Yeah, vehicle. actually, that's kind of an interesting part of the movie. <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil all the fun of the Christmas Chronicles. Not that there was that much fun to be had, but I really love Kurt Russell. And, uh, Rurt Kussel. Yeah, I love, I love me some Kurt. Honestly, he some KR. He saved uh, Guardians of the Galaxy thing for me because like the first one was like marginally okay, but the second one was like, wow, that was really good. I really like that one. one. I love said, Big Trouble in Little China. I love the thing. I love so Escape from New York. Stupid. I love Escape from L.A. That's why I, I was surprised I just got crickets when I was like, I thought you would be taller for the Santa Claus thing. You're like, hmm? oh, that went over my head. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Even though I listened to, uh, yeah. I listened to the Escape from New York soundtrack, which has a ton of movie synth bites. wave, dude. Has a ton of movie bites in there. It's so funny. I'll be sitting at work, and uh, it'll be like uh, the part where oh, who played? What's the guy that does Chef? I forgot what his name is. Isaac Hayes. Yeah, Isaac Hayes is in that movie. If you're not familiar with it, but he's just he's like the king of the New York mm-hmm. island that they're imprisoned on, and he's trying to get the president to. He's, he's trying to get the president to say what he taught him, which is, you're numero uno, you're number one. <laughs> I play that super loud at work. Oh. God damn it. Such don't, a great movie. Don't you hate it when you type stuff in and your keyboard's not on? And that's the real Snake Plissken. What's up with this guy using this Febreze bottle, too, that he sent me? He looks like uh, the cousin of uh, one the, the Trailer Park Boys. Uh, what's that guy's name? Oh, Bubbles? Yeah, he looks like Bubbles' cousin <laughs> from Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, he really does. Uh, put, put his picture back up there. So I'm sorry. My mind it. is just not firing on all cylinders right now. I'm pretty fried. Uh, so, apparently, he was in 
the funny part about it is that he waited in line politely like a British like a I knew it was British, British. gentleman because they used the word Q and British yeah. those British they love themselves a good docky walkie and a line to wait in orderly um but he waited in line politely before he r- attempted to rob the bank what did he say like this is bear spray and just fail uh acid because acid attacks are, oh. are a thing over there um for those of you who don't know there's like a problem in the uk of people just like running up to people and assaulting them with acid so it like burns their fucking yeah they're face. pretty they're pretty weapons free over there so people so just turn to that. acid yeah uh so he had a febreze ball he had um he was waiting in line and he had a mask on and somebody had like questioned him and they were like well we didn't want to be rude in case he had like a skin condition that like forced him to like wear a mask or something we like didn't want that. to question him just because we thought he might be ugly underneath <laughs> they did <laughs> they did that though they did question him and he got up and he tried to fucking hold the place up with the Febreze bottle, which he did. And I think he made a round with like almost... says 370 pounds with a decoy $1,000, mm-hmm. which was actually just a tracking device. And then he left in his girlfriend's car. Yeah, Bubbles' cousin busted in London. Which, by the way, did you get that uh, Andy Circus pretends to be... Uh, Theresa May. Theresa May. Did you get is that? Is that who that was? Yeah. Did, did you like it? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> it's about the Brexit vote. It's funny whether you think Britain should be part of the EU or not, but it was very funny. And then you, this other article you sent me. This I did not read this one at all. I didn't these see this both one. of these stories were from the same page. It's like called a Angry Locals and Newspaper. It's like a UK um, Facebook page. Usually, it's much less extreme than these. But this guy said he got beat up for not buying cocaine. Yeah, I could see that. Some uh, there, I feel like th- I could totally see this happening, just because th- I've been in situations where it's just. So you better buy this cocaine. Yeah, it's like an aggressive seller. Or you better buy this to make sure that you're, uh, you know, you're down or whatever. Yeah. I've been in a situation like that before. But uh, this guy was trying to get a ride to work. And I think he got picked up from a uh, fast food restaurant. Um. And it was some people that he didn't know. So this is why you don't just like hop in people's fucking cars. Apparently, this is more normalized than other places because you know. I don't. Didn't you hop in some guy's car on your way to work on Hampton? Didn't you get a? Oh, that's a great story. Yeah. Don't you regale us with that? When I was living in this this location, which is totally top secret, I had to walk. Oh man. Do you think that was? Oh, was this before you were like driving or whatever? Or? Yeah, I couldn't drive, and Brittany needed the car, so I, I was gonna take the bus, and I, I had to walk a pretty sizable distance to get to this bus stop. I'm talking. What do you think that is? Like a mile? To which one? To pass, pass the airport. 
Oh yeah, I didn't know you had to go that far. Yeah, I walked. I walked or would skate board all the way over there. That day I walked. It was almost winter, so it was a little chilly, uh, and I got <clears throat> I got to the bus stop, and the bus went by. I was on the wrong side of the fucking street. I just sat down. I was like, "Great, Defeated. I'm definitely going to be an hour late." Switch sides, and it was. You know, it's, it's like because the fucking Milwaukee public transportation sucks. Yeah. So uh, it had been, it was like, f- I want to say it was like 4.50 in the morning. It was super early because the bus takes about an hour to get anywhere. Um, and I'm like sitting down and this, I see this car roll by and then maybe like five minutes later, the car rolls up and the guy rolls down his window. He's like, my mama saw you sitting outside, and she said, uh, what is that white boy doing out here? And I had to ask if you need a, a ride somewhere. Otherwise, my mama's going to be mad. And I was just like, <laughs> what? And I was like, uh, yeah, I was trying to get a ride to work. And now, if I had taken the bus, it's about seven miles mm-hmm. from where that location right, is. It's about, uh, what would you say, 65 blocks? I don't know. What street is that right there? The one that I got picked up on? Yeah. Uh, I just know it's on the corner of the Timmerman. Yeah, in the 80s someplace you got to get to 30th. But it's it's quite a few miles to my work, and I told this guy, I was just like, uh, I mean, if you really want to. And so got in the car, and we drove all the way to my work, and... He was like, I just, he was telling me that he had just got off work because he worked like third shift. And he was like, my mama would be so, would have been so mad if I didn't do this. And I was like, hey, that's cool. <laughs> he, yeah, he dropped me off in front of my job. I asked me if I could hook him up with a job. I said, totally. You're a trustworthy guy. <laughs> and, uh, did you end up getting him a job? No, he never replied. No. Oh. My boy Blue, if you're out there, you can apply now. The Good Samaritan. <clears throat> that yeah so that was just like a if i don't get a ride from him i'm gonna be like an hour late so <laughs> fuck it uh it worked out so it didn't work out for this fucker <laughs> this, this guy <laughs> yeah he got in the car and uh the two people were noticeably just like fighting at each other to the extent that like the car stopped and they're fighting amongst each other and then like he got out of the car trying to like defuse it he should have just got out like at that point so he got back in and it just became more and more uncomfortable. It's a man and a woman inside yep. this car. And he, uh, he, I was like, could you just drop me off here? He got picked up at a McDonald's parking mm-hmm. lot, too. <laughs> Can you guys let me out here? <laughs> so uh, that's when they uh, assaulted him. They tried to take his bag. There's some like $800 in there. And uh, I don't know where the fucking cocaine came into play. I think he, like, they offered, they were like, would you buy this? And he refused, and then they were like, you ready? Like, to the, you know, you ready, honey bunny? <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, And then they just decided to fucking rob this guy. Now, could you imagine being this guy and having to, like, report this to the police, and the police being like, yeah, sure, like, Whatever. The just the 
I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of spelling errors in this article. I don't know if you caught that. Mm, maybe or it's, if that's maybe just it's totally his, bogus. Yeah, or if it's just his his uh, linguist skills. But it says, she opened the door and came out to my side, and she suddenly grabbed my jacket, the T is a D, and dragged me out of the car. She started slapping and hitting me and grabbing at my bag. Gustavin said the man also joined in the attack. The woman repeatedly told him to let go of his bag as she slapped and hit him. So this guy's just getting open palm technique, and he describes describing what he said was the main role, the main's role in the robbery. Mister Gustafson said he came out to help her with taking the bag from me. He started slapping and hitting me as well. Both of them were pulling on the bag. He tried to take my watch. I couldn't handle both of them. Heron, it's H-E-R-O-N, like that's a spelling error. The right and him on the left. Her on the right and him on the left. Like they're, they're missing a space. And the, then the attack just ended. I don't know if they got the bag from him. Did they get the bag? I don't know. Like the article seems... News and Star... The Cumberland Times. I mean, it sounds like a small local paper. Should I fact check it right now? See if it's all bogus? Sure. Like, you, <laughs> you've already gone into a bunch of stuff you could have just not gone into. Why don't we just tear it to shreds, like, right now? Let's tear it up. Let's tear it up. Yeah, let's introduce more dead air. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, what? And it was like, well, yeah. It's what this, what this is, has been. I want to tear it up. No, it's real. That's what I thought. So suck it, Stefan. Suck my this dick. This is in Maryland. <laughs> this this isn't in England. I thought this was going to be in England. This is Maryland. I don't think I actually said England. I said it came from a Facebook page that is English. Oh, it's got pounds, though, in the article. Mm. All right, yeah, let's move on. Fuck this yeah, story. Fuck that story. Picked up, beaten up. Is that it for news? Yeah. I want to talk about because I sent an Amazon an Amazon article. Amazon. 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 Uh, the new South Park is about Amazon. The newest two episodes. So they have fucking people getting maced by bear spray in it. Uh, a guy gets boxed that. in by a robot. <laughs> by a robot, yeah. <laughs> And he turns into a socialist mouthpiece. It's just a talking Amazon box. I thought it was going to be like some fucking up the John bo- Henry shit where he has to fucking like face off against the, the railroad piston driving no, machine. No, this one he... So that guy, this random guy gets boxed up and basically if the box gets opened, he'll explode and die because like he's under so much pressure that he's still alive when he's boxed up in the Amazon box. So there's like a talking socialist mouthpiece from Amazon who... Tells the workers to rise up. Meanwhile, Jeff Bezos is trying to wrestle control of South Park, and Jeff Bezos is represented by a... On the back view, his head is a butt with veins on it, and from the front, he just has, like, a Mars Attacks aliens type head. <laughs> I was and he communicates say... telepathically. <laughs> did they... Um... I was going to say, did they play on to, like, his lazy eye was, like, one of his eyes, yes. like, closed? <laughs> yes. And uh, <laughs> and the best part is, is he, he gets all this information about people that he 
derives from them telepathically through the Alexas everyone purchased in an earlier season. <laughs> but, like, like, he like sits in front of, like, a... Riddler, like, fucking, uh, the shit where it's just, like, beaming the ideas out of their well, fucking the, he's head. Well, he's just, he's on a ham radio, and he, like, <laughs> he'll, like, be hunched over this little <laughs> ham radio, and he, like, turns the knobs, and he tunes into different people's houses, and, uh, th- he just, like, catches casual conversations, but there's like a it, it was it was good i really enjoyed it you know what amazes me those fuck like it's pretty much accepted that if you have a home device it's, it's listening, listening to you yeah like it's not some crackpot theory but like you say that to somebody and a lot of people will be like what's this guy on it's like no it's fucking like f- for real it's a thing that we were People were proclaiming for a long time. I was like, oh, you're crazy. And then it came out as, yeah, it probably is. And everyone goes, it's not a big deal. And it's <laughs> exactly. just like, what the fuck? <laughs> the hell's wrong with you people? I mean, it's not like I was like being like, oh, yeah. like, But if like the conversation went there, like yeah. I, w- I would say, yeah, those things are like listening to you. Like you can talk about products, and then those they're products on your will, feed. Yeah. yeah, they'll show up in your advertising. There were people at my work talking about that just <clears throat> this week. Just like, and it was like I was talking about Escalade, and then there was an Escalade in my my uh, my internet browser. It's like, well, yeah, like I'm at the point though where I'm about to just buy one for like the speaker array features because I'd like to be able to play some music, you know, in the shower listen to whatever i'm gonna listen to and not have to fucking wire it all up because i already have a fucking cell phone listening in it won't be probably in our lifetime but at some point there will be a a talk about a a more serious talk about personal privacy i think it'll it'll be be in our lifetime it'll be a lot more than people just going well if you don't got anything to hide you don't you're not if you're not doing anything wrong you got nothing to hide Right. It'll be a lot deeper than that because it's a fucking dumbass fucking excuse. Right. Everybody has something to hide, whether you know it or not. And it's not even that. It's like framing things in a certain light, taking things yeah. out of context. Yeah. And it's been like proven basically that um, even in, under the guise of it like protecting us against terrorism, if you're collecting information from everybody, it's impossible. To, it? yeah, yeah, it's impossible to find out that shit. Just from the sheer torrent of information coming in. So what are you doing with that information? You're using it to make, to compile data on people after the fact to, to basically strike out at them at that point. you know, If you're you should ever need it. Yeah, just like, I'm making a file on everyone and we're saving everything. I More than likely, you won't need it for 99% of them, but when Joe Schmo suddenly becomes prob boy numero uno yeah i got a whole socialist mouthpiece number one <laughs> yeah South Park. <laughs> yeah it's really funny how they how jeff bezos handles that guy it is <laughs> oh and then the boys the what happens is since amazon's on strike no one's getting any products from amazon and like apparently it's the only way to buy it so the boys go to the mall and they're like oh where, where should we go the mall it's like all overgrown and the lights are all off and there's dude there's like deep dwellers at, like at the mall just like <laughs> that actually Would came like up a new cell phone blend? <laughs> that came up this week at our company christmas party i was talking to the um this guy and uh they're talking about some fucking metal straw and like cup 
So they're doing their part for the environment. But he was yeah, just like, where'd you get plastic? that? Yeah, they were like, where'd you get that? And she was like, oh, I got it at this one shop at such and such dress. I was like, what's that? <laughs> what's this? Break- what's, what's a, a store? store? <laughs> and they're just so oh, spoken like a true millennial. I was just like playing it. And I was like, what? You didn't just order it off of Amazon? <laughs> I honest, got honest with you, though. Bayshore Mall. I went there to get my hair cut. Ghost Town. There are not going to be any stores in malls very sh- soon. It's just going to be service stores like haircutting, restaurants, mm-hmm. like things that provide a service that you may or may not be able to give yourself. I mean, even fucking restaurants are starting to get encroached on. You can, There are companies out there like DoorDash, Uber Eats, stuff like that for places that don't have delivery services to have delivery that services. Niche, niche, yeah. Which was also part of that South Park episode. Oh, yeah? So I don't know if you're familiar with what Stan Marsh does in South Park. He starts growing pot because he's in Colorado. Oh yeah, and he does. He sets up a e-scooter, an e-scooter uh, delivery service with Tally to deliver weed door to door. He's got some great songs too. Because oh, that's Tally. where those that's that's where those boys really show their strength is the musical numbers, Matt and Trey. Yeah, uh, I still haven't seen the Book of Mormon. Cannibal the Musical? Or Cannibal the Musical. Cannibal the Musical funny. (laughs) Sorry, Cannibal the Musical. Cannibal the Musical funny. (laughs) Can you tell my brain's shutting off? (laughs) We're almost at an hour and a half. We can do four more minutes, call it. No, we can keep going. We can keep rambling. Maybe I'm a rambling man. You know what I I didn't tell you about was my hockey game that I had last week. Oh, please do tell. Well, somebody got checked into the boards, and there was a bit and of a... died. Almost, almost. It was a back check. Could have snapped that lady's poor little neck. Oh, it was a woman? Yeah. Wow. It got real chippy. This guy was chirping all game. And he was chirping me, which was funny, but I couldn't hear him. What was he doing? Was he chirp chirp? What, what do you no, mean like, chirping? No, like talking smack. Oh. But I, I couldn't hear him. I didn't hear him till the end. He, like, he was like, oh, must have really sucked being right up front and missing that goal. And I was like, oh, you're talking to me. Like, I, <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know you were talking to me. Like, but yeah, he ended up back checking. Was he on your team or No, he was on team? the other team. And he, he's the same guy that ended up back checking this chick into the boards. And they almost didn't call it. It was so ridiculous. I'm really having a problem with the refs there, man. Like, there was tripping and high sticking and dangerous stuff in something that, you know, is for seniors. Like myself. Right. <laughs> Getting a little taste of what it's like to beat up the old people before you make the move to Canada. Huh? Not, <clears throat> not beating anybody up, but yeah, man, it was uh, it was ferocious. A little scrummy, little elbows thrown and stuff. I'm just sitting on the bench like, this is insanity. <laughs> you guys are like over 50. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, users need excitement. If their lives don't provide it, they incite violence. I guess so. Hey, man, living with the old people here, man, they got nothing. Some people got nothing better to do than to fucking get their nose in other people's business, man. Oh, the Snopes. Yeah. It's like literally like the stereotypical old woman like peeking, peeking through, through the, the blinds. blinds. Yeah. Mm, no. Yeah, your, one of your previous neighbors was definitely a snooper. Who is that? Shirley? Uh, wasn't she a bit of a snooper? No. No. No, like, she was, but she was just, like, one of those, like, oh, 
I want to be friendly. <laughs> Goy, come have come some gefilte fish. Yeah, that's uh, a bad story. God rest her soul. She passed away almost a year ago. Uh, but I only got into it once with her. Like, I had a friend over, and he was smoking a cigarette. And she comes out, like, wagging her fucking fingers. Like, ah! I see those cigarette butts on the wall all the time. I'm like, Shirley, what the fuck is your problem? She's, like, screaming. I went over to her door. And I was like, what the fuck's the matter with you screaming at somebody while I have a fucking guest over? Like, you don't do that shit. That was like the only time I ever got into her. Other than that, she's a real nice, sweet old Jewish lady. Um, yeah, the gefilte fish story. <laughs> you were just like taken aback. It's like, oh, it's a real thing. Yeah. I thought it was just a, a made up stereotype yeah. dish. I thought it was like a go-to TV show thing where you'd portray somebody like that. But no, those people are... They're based off of living, breathing people. But, uh, I don't know, man. Living, just like different types of people in here. It's fucking weird, man. Especially in this, it's all close quarters, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. Like, uh, you could probably, if you were in a block structure, uh, I don't know, in the size of the building, you could probably have maybe like three or four houses with lawns so let me ask you the size of this place if this was a prison what kind of gangs would everyone separate up into uh there would be 21 and under club there'd be that maybe uh i'd say 30 and under because there wouldn't be enough numbers okay it just wouldn't be The, the 30 and under club yeah uh, uh, maybe 35 and under because I just turned 30. So I want to be part of the kids. I want to say the kids. Um, <laughs> uh, there'd be the board of directors who would just be fucking detached. The wardens, the <laughs> yeah. wardens and shit. They'd be the fucking wardens. They'd be the fucking ones living in, you know, parliament and having fucking shit shoveled on their mansion. Uh, just disconnected from the rest of the people <laughs> trying to trying to govern them. Yeah, feeding them to each other. They'd just be going mad with power because they're elected and they're generally like people who probably have never had authority in their entire life. And they just abuse the fuck out of it. It just like lets them go to their head. Like this old fucking lady, I, I'm pretty sure she's dead now. <laughs> but uh, Bless her soul. I, I, I haven't seen her around in years and she was pretty old. So, But she was elected to be the parking director and she would fucking like walk through the parking garage with her fucking hands behind her back like some sort of fucking Do out animal. one inch of your space <laughs> i popped your tire it's funny though like when those uh, old people or people like that you think they have all this fucking authority like come at you and you just be like whoa 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 shut the fuck up for a second don't talk to me like this they're just like taken aback because, like, a lot of people just assume that they have this authority that they're talking from. People don't like it when you do that, though. It's funny when you do it, though. Just like, it's uh, like, well, what are you going to do? Why are you talking to me like that? Yeah. It's like it, you're elected by me, and you're the fucking party. I'm a constituent, director. so you bet it. <laughs> it's like, hey, you man, I voted you in. I can me. vote you out. Yeah. <laughs> you better listen to me. Hey. I'm a fucking alderman, damn it. <laughs> Just go, go Ray Lyman on him. But, uh, oh, man. There's people here. They have fucking, like, be like, oh, what's, what's that thing you have in that box there? I'm so glad I don't have to deal with, like, a homeowner's association or anything. I just have my, my unit. 
in my apartment and I just like don't the, do with anything the fucking else. signs that go up. Do not feed the squirrels. They are destroying the building. <laughs> they got this like posted everywhere. I was like, it's not that big a deal. Like it really isn't. It's some fucking, you know, rodents in your backyard. Just go out there with a BB gun, take care of it. Somebody actually took pictures of like a corner that probably too many people accidentally kicked. You know, just cut it, cut it a little bit too short, cut it on the inside. And it was just like kind of detaching from the wall and somebody posted a picture of it, made the effort to print up copies of this and was like, "What's happening to our building?" <laughs> Does anybody care anymore? <laughs> Like I'm just glad to not have my fucking, you know, shit smell like smoke and on fire. Yeah, that was an experience. <laughs> Dude, fucking Corey called me just out of the blue last weekend. Fire. Oh no, I'm talking about now. He called you recently. Yeah, like yeah. last weekend. Just yeah, what's, me. what's going on with him? Uh, living in Chicago, fucking lost. <laughs> like, uh, not lost um, metaphorically, but like physically. <laughs> <laughs> he was posting on Facebook basically he doesn't know where the fuck he is half the time in Chicago because he's like one of those motherfuckers who like like commonly find himself in a situation where he's just like kind of going along for the ride and uh, doesn't know where the fuck he is afterwards and yeah. needs to find an exit situation <laughs> and Chicago is so big is, it, he is just uh, he just can't get his bearings damn it's hard to imagine having been in Milwaukee so long, you know? Yeah, like in Milwaukee, you could pretty much tell, like, you don't have to go far to, like, get your bearings, you know? I mean, Johnny Rico could throw a football over this place, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Rico. Yeah, sorry. Uncle Rico could throw a football <laughs> over this place. Johnny Rico could throw a fucking nuke over this one. <laughs> nuke all them bugs. Yeah, Johnny Rico could airdrop on this thing. Uh, Would you like to know more? Yeah. Yeah, Uncle Rico could throw a football over Milwaukee. Um, I heard they were talking about making a sequel to that. And what would that entail? I don't know. Just let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah. Or, I think they're just maybe trying to dig these guys up so they could stay in the guild. <laughs> or, <laughs> or when you say it like, like that, it's like a, a group of vampires <laughs> who like have been resting for a long time. Like some underworld shit. Just like, oh, we got to dig them up and wake them up for... Wake him up for one year and then put him back to sleep for another thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, it would just be super cringy because they'd just be trying to like put the lightning back in the bottle for that. I literally am picturing them at their current age wearing like sh everything that they had before, so it all doesn't fit. Like the shirt only come their shirts come down to like their belly buttons, and everyone's just like, "Oh, are you talking for an about me right now?" I got a bunch of shirts like that that are just like, boop. <laughs> These used to fit. But the Napoleon Dynamite gang, just like, they'd have that 70s flair. All of it wouldn't fit, but it would be like 2018, and they'd just stand in like, I don't know, a bookstore for an hour and a half, yeah, groaning at each I'm other. I'm thinking now it would be about their jobs that they've been delegated to toil in. Well, Napoleon Dynamite would work at the last blockbuster. <laughs> I was thinking some sort of fast food service. He'd work at like the last, the last one of some. He'd work family at video. Yeah, he'd work at the last of some sort of store chain. Pedro would work at like a 
quick trip. There's only two family videos that I know of. There's one in West Dallas, and then there's one in... The one in Dallas is, like, big. West West Bend. The one in Dallas is, like, big, though. Like, I've driven by it and been like, wow, that's a big place. And you know what both those fucking places have in common? Scrubby white people. <laughs> <laughs> who don't like change yeah they haven't they've never heard of netflix amazon prime there's no reason to get amazon prime and fucking west bend at least because they're not going to deliver all the way out to butt fuck nowhere so nobody buys it so they got the video rental store i can i can't even fathom not having either of those two things i mean I remember when Alex, his parents first got Netflix, and I thought to myself, this seems like an interesting idea. That's but back when it was like that delivering was, and you DVDs. You only got the DVDs, yeah. It was like 10 bucks. It overall still is cheaper than renting like something every week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when the streaming thing came along, it's like, it's 10 bucks for everything. How can you pass that up? It was like more expensive to have the streaming and the delivery thing. And then everybody just cut it down to like seven ninety. It used to be $7.99 for everything. I don't even know what I'm paying now. I think I'm paying like 15 or something maybe. 10, uh, 15 or really? something. Uh, for remember. me, it was like a little 10. I don't 10, remember 11, what I'm paying. Something like that. But uh, nowadays, even with just like movie rentals. It's like fuck going to a red box even. Yeah, just what's the point of that? Rent it, rent the it. The only on... thing that people would really be getting out of there is a, a game. Rent a video game out of there, and then people just don't return the CD. Right, you can just buy it if you, they're fucking sold out. But I don't know, man. I haven't played on a console in so long. Like you don't rent PC games, and no, Steam you, has it set up. It's all digital download. Steam has it set up so good. That you can literally fucking return it for any reason as long as you haven't played it for more than two hours or haven't yeah, owned it for two a, weeks. That's the only problem I have with that is two hours isn't enough time to get a good judge of something for me. Uh, it depends. Unless it's a real trash heap. Yeah. It's, it's, it gives me... I need like probably 18 or 10 hours with something. But then at that point, you're like starting to get your money's worth with the price of a lot of stuff. Yeah. So if it's like 10 bucks, you're paying a dollar an hour yeah. for like entertainment. If it hey, loses not, its luster. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I have purchased games where it was like, mm, this isn't going to be for me, but I'm already in it a little bit too far. Like Stellaris for me. Well, that whole 4X genre just kind of. I got just. Yeah. You already know a, a good group of our friends like tried to. Get me into that multiple times. It, it's you, just not It's not a game that you can just play for fucking ever. Maybe it's different if you have friends and it's more of like a board game experience, but it's not a fucking game that you can just constantly play against the computer. Like, I don't I like even, those games that just in. randomly generate the entire thing, and that's the whole thing. To me, that's just lazy game design. I can't. I just can't play it like that. I, they'd sit and play it for so long. It's just mind-numbing to mm-hmm. me. You know, it's, it's like... It's like autopilot almost like there's not anything to do in them for most of it it's just waiting 
It's just sitting. Is it my turn yet? No. Yeah, it's just sitting there twiddling your thumbs. And even the ones where you're all taking turns at the same time and the game just moves really slow. Not enjoyable for me. I got to have competition. I got to have grit. I got to be able to squeeze other people's heads between my my index. Crushing your head. Yeah. <laughs> Crushing your head. Fucking uh, shout out to fucking Joe who totally got that reference. He like actually posted this fucking thing in um, the Facebook thread that I had posted to advertise last week of like the crushing, crushing your, your head, head guy. Yeah. And he was crushing the head. It like shows him like doing it and then it shows it from his perspective. And he's crushing the guy who the fucking mountain in Game of Thrones fucking like crushed his head. <laughs> he's like with Cersei and he's just like walking along a path with it with their guards or whatever. And he's just like crushing this guy's head. <laughs> you know, they have Game of Thrones on one of the streaming services now. It's got to be Hulu. Yeah. I'm thinking about checking it out, but. Oh, do it, dude. It's so worth it. It's not something that you really can... I don't like binging it if that's all I'm doing. Like, I like binging it if I'm just putting it on in the background. I would definitely, like, start watching, like, an episode or two here and there and, like, actually watching it. We'll see. It's easier to watch when you're, like, actually in the season and you're watching it week to week. Next week, I binge uh, Mystery Science Theater. Oh, that's on your schedule. That's, that's my. That's. Do my, you have a fucking calendar? No, basically it's like, oh, not next week. The week after next week. That's when I'm off. Mm. It's just like that's what's going down. We're gonna watch all of those, and I'm on episode four right now. That's good stuff, dude. If you, I gotta get you watching Best of the Worst from Red Letter Media. That shit is right up there. It's like you don't sit and watch the movie. You just kind of get a synopsis of the best worst parts. And like it's more reactionary than it is like riffing on it. There's a lot of riffing to it too, but there's like a lot more uh, like discussion that goes along with like the shittiness of the movie. Okay. There's more of an analysis that goes along with it and then the the analysis is generally like very crude and like making fun of the movie. Okay. You would love it. Check that out. <clears throat> uh, they actually just did a best of the worst with Macaulay Culkin on it. Is he doing well? Every, yeah, he looks like he does. The last time I he's saw him, well. he was doing well, and he was in like really high spirits, which is good. Mm-hmm. He would. They watched some fucking. Uh, they watched Home Alone four on there <laughs> with him. That's funny. I, I was listening to something today, and they were talking about the Home Alone series and how I think there's a five now too. And they were like, "You got to get those kids out of those parents' hands. Child Protective Services need to get involved in this." Like, it's gone on long enough. You know, um, Home Alone 1 and 2 were fucking great because it was, like, it was fucking brutal. Like, it was, like, a kid's movie. I just remember But it was Joe absolutely Pesci, fuck. Right? Yeah, it was Joe, Joe Pesci, Pesci and... Um, tart dropped on him and yeah. feathered and... It was, like, this fucking kid throwing bricks at people. Like, yeah. <laughs> like shit that would murder somebody. And the Joe Pesci and... Man, what's the other guy's name? Uh, his name was Marv. In that's where Marv, yeah, Marvin Charge, Charge Marv. gets his uh, nickname from. He's in Chud. Yeah, he Chud. He's the leader of the uh, the underground people. Yeah, the whole, the the street people that live in the the subway. He's I am in, just uh, dying here. He's my... in City Slickers. Yeah, with Billy is. Crystal. Uh, 
good movie. Uh, Both of those are good. I like I like the Billy Crystal movies. They're yeah. kind of funny. Um, I wish he was in mo- more movies now, but I think he's slipped more into a writer's role than a like performance one. Did I you think ever the, watch the, the buddy cop one that I sent you? Uh, I forget what it was called. I'll have to look it up again. But uh, yeah, Joe Pesci and Marv just getting bricks thrown at him and just going, ooh, ow, ooh, like with some Disney fucking paint, cans of paint. Yeah, full cans of paint with like this Disney 101 Dalmatian goons-esque just, oh, that just hurt. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, when they, it would knock you unconscious. They are literally treated like cartoon characters yeah. being, getting the shit knocked out of them. They hit the oil slick, land on their back. I think what they really had there to like sell it to adults was Joe Pesci. Because Joe Pesci, just up to that point, had just been fucking like a foul-mouthed mobster character in a lot of movies. And then to have him in a yeah, he's the juxtaposed in a fucking... Uh, he's the Weasley guy. You, you think so? I thought he was like more like the brains of the operation. Like He was the brain, and then Marv was Pinky. Oh, I meant in the, the mafia style films. Oh, he was in. oh yeah. He's the weaselly conniving guy. I saw something. I don't know if this is true or not, but I saw that there's going to be another Scorsese film with De Niro, Pesci, and Pacino. Which at this point, old I, don't feel, <laughs> I don't feel like they should do it. I We're just going through this time where... there's You can't make something new. No, yeah, you, you can't. They're not encouraging you to make something new. There's nothing new they're not encouraging people to make new things and the old dogs are just hanging around trying to get their last couple bucks in and hey they got it maybe they're just doing it to stay in the union man that too <laughs> but they're you know they're the old dogs are hanging around and they want to uh relive the glory you know a lot of remakes and rewrites i i, I don't think there's an incentive or desire for those uh companies to even Throw money into, uh, th- I should should say throw money. Throw their lot in with with new ideas and people like there young, really isn't because like young directors. You're stuff. talking shit that on average for like a big movie, it costs like hundred million, not even, and that's like a lower end one. Um, that's the high end of the low end, not even considering advertisement. And it's a big risk. And it's like, okay, we didn't even make back the money that we sunk into it. Like, why would you encourage people to do that? Like, granted, I'm not very versed in the cinematography Hollywood universe, but, like, who would you say was, like, the last big director that was inducted on all that jazz? Probably, like, J.J. Abrams, right? Oh, you mean to actually, like, start with something new and then... Or or grow into a prolific a director. prolific Hollywood director role because like I mean they've always had like the main guards but you know they're just still there like uh, Peter Jackson yeah but J J Abrams yeah. I'd say J J Abrams is more recent than Peter Jackson but uh, yeah Peter Jackson like hit it huge with the Lord of the Rings but before that he was doing like these like small he did a movie with Michael J. Fox called The Frighteners, and he was like a paranormal private investigator. And fucking uh, Gary Busey's son was in it. He was like the ghost of some murderer. So it was like a Sam Raimi type film almost, it sounds like. Sam Just Raimi. a little bit ridiculous. Uh, he does Evil Dead, but he also uh, did uh, Liam Neeson's big break. Uh, that Taken? 
No, the violent superhero movie with Liam Neeson. Darkman? Yeah, Darkman. Oh, that was such a great movie. Hercules. I love that movie. Yeah, I did Hercules and Xena. Um, Spider-Man. Which one? The first one, I think. With, oh, there's... With, with uh, Jakey. Jakey G. Gyllenhaal? That wasn't Jake Gyllenhaal. It was Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, thank you. Sorry. Jake Gyllenhaal? They're all the same! <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh... But yeah, I think J.J. Abrams is the last one. But like, like I was saying, I think all those Hollywood guys, you know, they're just still around, and they're just bringing it back in one more time. You know, hey, let's make money. The, yeah, let's make the old fellas. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I honestly picture it being like a mafia wild hogs type deal. Oh my god! We're gonna go live it up. It's like the like a combination of wild hogs and. Uh, Dirty Grandpa or whatever the Bad Grandpa, yeah, or just a combination of one of those like good fellas just and throw them all in a goddamn blender together. Somebody and... actually unironically brought up Wild Hogs like as a, a good movie to watch. I saw work. that crap in theaters. Why? Because it was uh the when that movie came out, I was still like living at home. I think I think that came out in like mid two thousands, late two thousand two thousand eight ish. You're asking the wrong person here, man. Uh, and at that time, my my mom still we'd still do like movies every once in a mm. while. So you pick Wild Hogs. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Hard to get through. Uh, who's in that besides Travolta and uh, everyone you don't want in a movie to get through? <laughs> who's that guy from Fargo in it? The Wiener guy. He was in Shameless as well. Names uh, on the tip of my tongue. But uh, Travolta was in it. Uh, was Tim Allen in that? Yes, Tim Allen was oh, the other main God. biker guy. And you know what? I don't think he did. I don't. Oh, he definitely did a grunt. So never mind. I'll take that bet. Tim Allen, like, is one of those people I like and I don't like. It really depends on what he's doing. Martin Lawrence was in it. William H Macy. That's who you're. William H of. Macy. Yeah. Leota was in it. Yeah, Ray Liotta was like the fucking actual biker guy that you don't want to mess with because he's dangerous. Yeah, William H. Macy, Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence was in that? Yeah. He's the token When's black. the last time you saw he was the fucking... the token black biker. When's the last time you saw fucking Mark and Martin Lawrence in anything? Why the hell did they make this goddamn movie? Just look at the poster. So they could stay in the fucking guild, man. But William H. Macy took off with Shameless, so that was good. But Well, William H. Macy had already been in a bunch of stuff before. He was like the fucking... He's the Poindexter biker in this one. Yeah. But he had played that role, like the pushover guy in a lot of stuff. Like in the uh, Farley Brothers fucking... Tommy Boy? Fargo. Fargo. <clears throat> I, uh, the oh movie? look! You sat up. You don't look like you're just a head with no neck. <laughs> um, yeah, in the original Fargo, they or was that a Coen Brothers? That was a Coen Brothers film. I still haven't made it around to that little mini series they put out. Uh, I think it was more than a mini series. It was like several seasons long. Uh, with this, uh, yeah, it was a Coen Brothers film. You got it right on the head. That it, was a fun movie. Yeah, just because of how over the top they were with the, so, uh, the Wisconsin or not Wisconsin, the Midwestern accent. Uh, it was only three seasons long. For the TV, oh, it's on yeah, with uh, Martin Freeman. It's on Showtime. 
Is it on Hulu? Jesus, it's actually still in production. Really? The seasons are break. stagnated. Uh 2014, 2015, then 2017, and the next season is going to have Chris Rock in it. Oh. They are doing... the Okay, so the first one is about Fargo, like the actual... Uh, oh, is it more of an anthology? The, yeah, it looks the like The seasons it. are not related? Nope. Ah. The second season, they take place in vastly different time frames. I wish they'd do another fucking uh, season of True Detective. See how that goes. Because the first season was fucking great. The second season was the most trash TV show I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, I didn't get in. I didn't watch either of them yet. First one's really good. I had high hopes, though, because I like. I actually kind of like Vince Vaughn, and I like. You, Colin like, his, you like his stuttering ass? Who's stuttering in that one? Usually he doesn't stutter too he bad. He stutters so. a lot. Maybe I didn't notice. Now I'll notice that and I'll probably yep. hate him. All right. Yeah, we fucking ruined another one. Although I can't stand this, the movie where he's dating Jennifer Aniston and he just ruins it all by being a big ass. That was Which one's that? A, that used to be a rom-com. Oh, because, because your girl? Jennifer yeah, she'd Aniston. put it on and uh, Brittany would put it on. and Well, it's just like, how can you be a dick to Jennifer Aniston and like... She's playing like the perfect girlfriend in the movie, and he's just an ass. Listen to you. Listen to you just cooing over Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> but I mean, that's the premise of the movie, though, too. Is like he's just a shitlord, and he like ruins the whole relationship. And then he gets his life together. Doesn't get back with her, but gets his life back. It's his life late. together. Did you ever watch Horrible Bosses 2? I have not seen that before. Yeah, it was I, remember, funny. I remember you were a huge fan of the first one. Yeah, that was funny, too. Was Jen Aniston in that one too? Was she? She's in the second one? Oh yeah, she is. She plays the I actually forgot about that. Yeah, she plays this like salacious uh dentist. Yes, yeah, sex charged dentist. I th- well, she was in the first one, but was she in the second one still? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Cuz she's somebody's boss. She was one of the targets. Hmm. Well, I, I forgot that, about that though. I thought the movie ended with them nailing her for sexual assault basically. I mean, it has been a long time since I saw it, and the main thing I remember about those movies is Colin Farrell playing the shitlord, katana-wielding, cokehead, balding, balding uh, <laughs> son of the, the boss that was much beloved and passed away like in, in the very beginning moments of the movie, and he's just like, I don't give a... F- oh, man. He did a great Dude, job with that character. Him and uh, Hugh Laurie... Like the first time I heard them talk in their actual like speaking accents was like I was like <laughs> Hugh Laurie yeah that one got yeah, me yeah Hugh Laurie got me because America I think America's they knew real, him from House yeah America knew him from House not from a bit of Fry and Laurie yeah or just anything that he had yeah. done pre- prior but Colin Farrell is fucking I mean it's in his fucking name I feel like an idiot uh, yeah, I think he. I think he leans into it pretty hard in that in Bruges dark comedy movie. I like that movie. That movie's funny. Speaking of that, there is a fucking country western singer at that Flat Earthers convention. Like he gets up there and he's like a big name. No, Who? well, it is in that. Who? I no. It's it's a big name in the Flat Earthers. Uh, I love him. He's a flat yeah, earther he's, too. He sings about flat earther stuff. But then he gets off stage, he starts talking, he's fucking British. 
it like he sings in a southern drawl and talks in a southern drawl when he's in character but he's basically like i need to i needed to develop a persona that i could go and be part of this community with because i figured my friends and family would just think i was a fucking whack job so that's like his way that he shields it from him but i was just like i was thinking he was trolling these people that's what i was gonna jump yeah. to just like oh these idiots i'll just sell myself as a country singer to them and then I'll be able to uh, sell my sell this image basically sell my to DVD. them. Yeah, it's like singing Christian rock to sell it to Christians. I kind of think that's what Toby Keith was doing because he did that fucking thing with uh, Colbert, that War on Christmas song. <laughs> like Col- I haven't seen that. When Colbert was still doing his Colbert Report character, who was essentially like you know making fun of Republicans by being a Republican character. He had Toby Keith on his Christmas special, and he had this war on Christmas. Oh, my God. Look at this. This is what they think it's like? (laughs) I guess I'm just... I don't... I'll never understand. Well, this is a nice bow on the end of the end where we started. We're at two hours. So... What what do you got? What? they fund their own rocket i've i know like do they fund their own amelia Earhart style flight and it just mysteriously goes down over the pacific their logic on that is the instruments are developed by the government and the pilots are using gps to fly and the jeep they just go where the gps tells them not actually like paying well maybe one of them should fly without gps and instruments and just try and stay as straight as they can that's another thing too they say that there is an international treaty that you can't go to like antarctica or certain places really that it's controlled really and that the only people who can go there is the government and scientists i mean i swear like try and find any hole in their argument, they got something for it. Even the, it's just so hard to just not roll your fucking eyes so back far in your head that they get stuck, man. It's like, if you're a flat earther, please leave a comment below. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Uh, yeah, we're two hours in. It's eight oh four p.m. Let's call it. Have a uh, uh, the holiday isn't uh, till night. We'll be on next week. Yeah, we'll be on next week. All right. Yeah. Uh, Join us next week for a Christmas episode. Yeah, we'll talk about Christmas. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? We just actually plan an entire episode talking about the historical significance of Christmas. Yeah, let's talk about fucking um, Saint Nick and Krampus. Pagan shit. <laughs> <laughs> pagan sex sex festivals. Yeah. All right. Uh, good night, everybody. The real gift under the tree. Sorry. <laughs>